0: Hello and welcome to the Higher Trainer Podcast. On this episode, I am joined by Denise Goff. Now, Denise is a good friend. We work together at Soho Gyms for almost a year. She's a dancer and she has also recently gone full tilt into being a bar instructor. Now, we chat a little bit about bar and you know the benefits of that. We also chat about her journey from there, all the way over to London. What it was like moving over here as, as a younger, as a younger individual, and what it's like to go through the hard graft that's required for dancing. And we have a load of random tangents, load of random banter here. And this one, really interesting one. I hope you enjoy it, and let me know what you think. As always, share a picture to your story, leave a wee review, let your mates know about it. And that's the best way to get this podcast spread and get this getting even bigger and better. You enjoy this week's podcast. And we are live. Thank you for coming on, Denise.
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> First off, I want to say thanks to Ryan Duffy from the Blah Blah Studio for the t-shirts. Uh, he's doing uh, t-shirts um, and it just arrived before it came, so I thought I'd better give him a little shout out. <laughs> I literally popped in the door straight away uh, this morning. Um, But what have you been up to in lockdown? What's been keeping you sane over the last little while?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, So many things I feel like. Obviously building this whole bar with Denise has completely, I think, saved my everything in lockdown, I think. Like at the beginning, especially like, you know, yourself, like especially being self-employed, you are constantly on the go. So any time that you have to do nothing or rest or you feel guilty like
0: oh yeah it's so bad isn't it
1: <laughs> like obviously not all the time because sometimes you're so wrecked that yeah. you just like pass out or like sleep or whatever but yeah that whole the beginning of it i think coming to terms with having time and like now when i look back on my schedule before all of this i was i'm like My God, like the amount of stuff I tried to fit in a day or like, yeah, it's so easy to burn yourself out. So like, I think enjoying not having such a crazy, crazy schedule has, has actually like helped me through because you can do stuff that you wouldn't have had time before, I suppose, to do.
0: Absolutely. And it gives you a little bit of time to reflect as well. When everything's go, 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 you don't even have a chance to stop and think about what's happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I definitely will bring that forward when everything gets, um, I don't even want to say back to normal because there is no going back to normal. What
0: is normal? Like, <laughs> to, there'll
1: be a new like phase for everybody, but um, I'm definitely going to bring that with me to like relax <laughs> like, yeah. we'll, on it.
0: Will you be having a little rethink about the schedule? Or is that something that you can't really have too much control of? Uh,
1: Like work schedule. Work schedule,
0: yeah. Like whenever things do go back to normal, when you're able to go out and about.
1: Well, I'm such a workaholic. Like when I'm doing something, especially that I love, like once you find your purpose, I think it's so hard to not want to do it every day or Mm. do it all the time. Um but yeah, I will try my best. (laughs) (laughs) I know that I'll want to like straight away, like go into doing loads, but I definitely want to keep an online um, schedule happening as well, because it's amazing. Like I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's
0: something, something very different. And uh, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much. I started doing the online classes straight away. And I was like, look, it's a bit of crack. I'm keeping the people that were training with me, like keeping them fit and we'd have a bit of banter as we go along. And then as it was going along, I was like, you know, what, this could actually work. Yeah,
1: right.
0: It's strange though. The first few times going on the Zoom, it's just a very odd experience.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. And like, at least with Zoom, I know everybody's muted, but you can see the reactions. So that kind of keeps you going. With Instagram lives, it's like a total different world. Like, I did I've done one class, had, um, a class online for a studio on Instagram Live and I kept having to obviously because there's that delay as well with mm. the comments. So you're like, are you all okay? <laughs> it's like tumbleweed <laughs> or you you see anything. And then obviously everything pops up. But you have to check yourself so much more in a Instagram live with your energy levels, whereas mm-hmm. on Zoom it's easier to like see it and keep going from that
0: yeah i i haven't done much i haven't done any instagram lives like taking any like i've done instagram live chats and such when you ask questions and you do get that little delay you're like you're like humming away to yourself, waiting till it comes.
1: <laughs> I know, it's so funny. And like, when I look back as well, like, thank God, it's not as obvious, but I was so nervous. Yeah. And when I start talking, I was like, hello. Like, <laughs> is my voice. It is like shaking. It's so crazy.
0: But it's good to look back in a moment and be like, right, at least I won't be as nervous as I was that time. And you can kind of build on that. Oh
1: my God, a hundred percent. Like. It's like anything new, right? Even this, like, it's it's so nerve wracking to like think you're doing like a podcast. Oh my god, people are going to hear and like. <laughs> yeah. But the minute you start talking, then it's all, I, I don't know if you get it as well. But if you're doing a new class and you're like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like I hope hmm. you as well. And you, you think about stuff. The minute you start talking, it's just into that zone. And exactly.
0: Just,
1: like fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, when it comes to like like that nerves, did you get nerves before going on stage?
1: oh my god of course I, <laughs> the minute i i heard something for or something. this is years ago but i'm um, basically it said if you don't get nervous before you do something like that or something i suppose you're passionate about or whatever it kind of means you don't care mm. and i think you should always care about what you're doing of course and like of course it it's different like from maybe a show that you've been doing for a few weeks or a few months you won't get as nervous as you did the very first time so like you get used to it and obviously some days are harder to motivate yourself as well like Mm. because you have to give a 100 percent like and you want to as well but um yeah sometimes my uncle gave me a really good thing to do I don't know if you're into reiki or like energy
0: go on give it to me Yeah, he
1: and so he does Reiki for me, which I absolutely love. It's like energy healing, but um, he always told me to push the nerves and stuff into my creative chakra, and that's where the energy will be better used rather than nervous, anxious energy. Mm. So I went through like um a show that I was doing at home once, I kept using it during that, and it really calmed me like it, like, centered me, like, ready for. A show rather than oh my god, like absolutely <laughs> <sure."> But yeah.
0: <laughs> so I try yeah. And do that. <laughs> it's a it's a hard thing having to know you have to go out there in front of people and like do a hundred percent, give a hundred percent every time. Like obviously being on stage is a lot more um I well, you, you can judge us, you've taken classes and you've gone on stage. Like obviously taking classes can be scary first time, but it's probably nothing compared to getting on stage. But both times you do need to give a hundred percent while you're there. You know, there's a lot of things you can do in life where you don't have to give that 100%, but when you're in front of people, you have to.
1: Oh my God, 100%. I I think the difference, like, with teaching a class and being on stage, the class, I'm I'm Denise. Like, I know I'm Denise Mm. on stage as well, but, like, my name is in it, rather than, oh, ensemble, like, she's a dancer. Like, they don't know really who that person is. And, of course, you're a character on stage. So it's like... A bit different but yeah with teaching I think as well because it's you that obviously when you're doing a show it is you and your talent and you are the one like doing the moves or whatever but that's somebody else's choreography or it's somebody else's music or it's somebody else's um creative whereas with your class that's you Mm -hmm. so if someone's like I don't like that move or oh I don't really like the way she teaches or I don't like all of those things that you can hear about or how you feel as well about certain classes that grasp you I think a lot more comes down obviously to the teacher and it's you that's kind of judged rather than a bigger thing know what I mean
0: yeah yeah I feel yeah
1: yeah that's the scary thing with classes obviously it's amazing because you are free to do how you want to do a class and music and like everything well luckily for me i am with um with my bar classes i know some obviously there's so many different styles and different um courses and everything people are taught differently but yeah with mine obviously you have like a certain thing you have to follow but you have to do the music and it's a bit of
0: creative freedom in it
1: yeah yeah totally and you just
0: yeah. hope people love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say, is that hard? for Like, obviously you enjoy, you enjoy dancing, you love dancing. Is that hard to, like, obviously you can have a creative side with dancing and then obviously with shows, then it's really like strict you're following things to a T. What's that like? Is there a different mind? Like, there has to be a, probably a different mindset when you're doing both.
1: Um, yeah, like, of course, because like, you have to obviously pick up all of the things that you're learning and mm. and do it the way that creative sees it rather than how you would want to do it do you know what yeah. i mean obviously it's it's structured like you're all unless it's like a freestyle section and you're all just freestyling and doing you yeah. Um, but yeah when when you're dancing it should be uniformed and everyone should blend together mm. um, just yeah follow the path of that creative rather than what you want to do really
0: yeah and then whenever you get a few drinks in you then it's just pure freestyle
1: (laughs) another story
0: (laughs) (laughs) which you prefer dancing on stage or dancing with a few drinks in you
1: oh my god so we recently me and mikey did um a music video for this um, band called and yeah so we did it at home and then um uh, we had <laughs> to see a few drinks you can see in the <laughs> on <video, I'm> glasses. <laughs> okay yeah. yeah and you just it's you lose all of the inhibitions like you just get a bit more free right everybody does it, whether you're a dancer or not like
0: yeah.
1: and when i drink you'd swear i've never danced today in my life like it's <laughs> a whole different story
0: that's but that yeah. we creative creative uh, dancer denise and there she gets bottled up a little bit on stage when she gets a few drinks and now she's loose <laughs>
1: <It's Michelle. laughs>
0: uh, speaking about that uh, music video you did, uh, that was I thought that was a very good idea, uh, doing like a video with like little snippets of different dancers, um, was that the musician himself who came up with that?
1: Um, I'm not too sure who came up with it, um to be honest, but um, we just got like an email or whatever with the brief and stuff and it just personally obviously it's so cool like to be involved with something like that and i Mm. love the song it's such a good song um but we're always going to have that memory of lockdown and like quarantine and like something that in a few years time be like oh my god like watching that back like i think it's just cool to have something to come from this and something you can
0: absolutely it's a piece it's a piece of art from quarantine time you know (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: good it's mad like yeah, people would look back and they'd be like why are all these people dancing in a room like <laughs> <I know. laughs> and then they'll sneak that you or you, and Mikey both did it in the same room
1: <laughs> I know we we're like how like what should we do like but well, we only have like this one room really <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> fuck it fuck it yeah <laughs> um,
0: coming back to, to bar um, how long have you been doing bar now
1: So I did the course um, two years ago, I think.
0: How long is it since we were in Soho?
1: Yeah, man, like what?
0: Jesus, yeah. For uh, People who don't know, myself and Denise and a few other uh, of our mates walked in Soho. Well, we weren't mates until we met in Soho. And uh, Soho gym and, yeah, it was some crack. (laughs) Like
1: when I think back, (laughs) back on those days, we literally just had the crack, like...
0: We pretended to clean and then just talked shite. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. I'm teaching you guys the death drops. The Chabon Oh, my God. <laughs> death drops. I,
0: You know what? I don't know what was on. A tune was on the other day, and I was like, I, I'm thinking about doing a death drop right now. But I was like, no, I'll end up fucking dying if I do.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, Darren, please. Please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what a death drop is, go on YouTube and look it up. It's fucking
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: brilliant <laughs> Oh I was some crack, some mm-hmm. crack and uh, then you were, you were practicing your bar classes and uh, who was it myself and
1: Nate came Nathan, Nathan yeah. and yeah James like a few of the guys yeah um, so yeah I did so I kind of I only heard about bar the a few months before because I was doing a show at Christmas and the dance captain, she is a bar instructor her name's Natalie, she's an absolute babe, and she was a bar instructor, and obviously doing the warm-up and stuff for us before we went on stage, she'd incorporate some bar into it, and I was like, what? Oh my god, like, you think you're strong, or like, you think you've got that endurance, especially if you're, you come from a dance background, my god, bar, like, pushes you like so I was like what is this oh my god and then she like would tell me about it and I was like that's so cool And she just got me really interested in it and then the opportunity came up in Soho to go and do that Amy which I also work for now in a different gym um she, yeah, helped me go like pick out a course when
0: to do the course, and obviously had to practice on you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, what, I was in bits. Eh? Jesus Christ, my glutes and my calves. Uh, I, I never used to be able to go up onto my toes really at all until I did that class, and then ever since then, I was on a pursuit to get, get my feet a lot stronger. Now I can do those uh squats on my toes, no bother all God. day, and the pulses. Yeah,
1: give me all uh, the pulses. The pulse <laughs> <laughs> they are killer. Like even one of the girls last week was like, "I actually don't think this shake will ever leave." I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: like "If you're doing it right, no, which <laughs> is good."
0: So for somebody who doesn't know what bar is, would you give a wee little explanation?
1: of Course. So um, bar is low impact and high intensity class. So it focuses on like fatiguing a muscle. And then, oh my God, sorry, that was... It's all good. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it focuses on um, fatigue in a muscle. And um, so that's where the shake comes in. <laughs> and that's where you think, oh my God, what is going on? But it's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's no like, there's no heaviness to it. So there's no like, it's good for people that, it's good for anybody. Like you can be a mm. beginner or an absolute answer, and it, you will get such a good workout no matter like what your level of ability is
0: yeah and it's a good little change up because like for a lot of people like myself the, the things that would have been done in a bar class would be very different than what i would have done and you know i find it's a very good change up for a lot of people especially if they lift weights and they maybe don't have as good a balance or or um and or te- they can't even get up onto their toes at all. <laughs> <If
1: Yeah>. they- <laughs> I remember some of the lads that came, obviously, you guys are like so fit and so in shape. But I remember after all of you, like, oh my God, like I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, mm. yes. <laughs> like- Go on,
0: Denise. <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> no, but it just shows, right? Your body weight can totally do so many great things. Absolutely. You have to lift like a crazy amount.
0: And a lot of people have uh, been forced to do a lot of bodyweight movement now that we were stuck in lockdown. I I got some kettlebells and stuff, but most of my stuff has been body weight and I reckon I'm going to be going back to the gym a little stronger in some ways, you know.
1: I even like the days that I would train with you in in Soho. Like, I I think majority of the stuff wasn't lifting anything at all. It was quite, yeah. I loved your workouts, but my word, I will be dying after. <laughs> minutes or something
0: <laughs> yeah well that was two years ago i, I I'll, I'll put you to the test again soon see see if you'll be dying again <laughs> you can do like half
1: bar and half of your stuff
0: absolutely hey hey i'm i'm actually i must actually do a bar class i i would do it tonight at six o'clock only for there's a girl doing pilates on on my class timetable louisa and i haven't done her class the last two weeks so i have awesome. to give have to give it a wee turn
1: yeah, of course. Yeah, we're there's what? plenty of days. We're coming up with some new stuff that we're introducing next week as well.
0: So. Oh, what's the new stuff or is that keeping under wraps? Before-
1: <laughs> no, I can totally tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do, um, so like a longer class. Basically, this would be for people that maybe like the OGs who have been coming to class with me the past like however many weeks now. Mm. But, um, I have zero motivation when it comes to running like i just can't (laughs) like i did the 5k obviously for the um nhs there that was like weeks ago now right i feel weeks ago
0: you tagged me in i think
1: yeah um so i did that but it was like 24 degrees and it was like early in the morning my god did you have the sun cream on yeah of course (laughs) but it was so hard and i was like oh my god like i'm ashamed of myself like i wish i could i
0: walk most of mine (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't give a fuck to say that (laughs) running is not my thing and i i didn't run for about two and a half years there so i was happy to get the 5k done
1: yeah yeah fair play i like two years you didn't run then yeah it's it's a last question somebody else asked me that as well they were like have you? Do you run? I was like, no. <laughs> that, was, that was so hard. But yeah, so basically with the running, I do want to do it. Like I want to run, but I need the motivation as well <laughs> to mm. go and do it. So um, I'm going introduce, to introduce a class for like people who want maybe or need that motivation for something extra. So we're going to do 15 minutes. We'll all meet on Zoom. We'll do a warm-up together. We'll do 15 minutes of a run. So uh, you just work out seven and a half minutes away from your house and seven and a half minutes back Mm. or whatever it is that you want to run. So 15 minutes, come back, do a half an hour of bar straight into it and then a 15, 10 minute stretch. Class. Cover. Yeah. that's
0: i like that idea um because one one thing i do i i do have a little not a little gripe but like a lot of people who only do classes and they kind of miss out some some element of fitness like cardiovascular like run i think that is one element that is perfect to to incorporate with bar because that little bit of conditioning um would be ideal an ideal addition to the bit of toning and strength that you get done
1: oh my god totally and your legs will be in bits oh absolutely I'd (laughs) say (laughs) way sooner yeah I'm like nervous myself but it's gonna be good like if it gets everybody trying new things like why not and it'll give us all a little boost
0: absolutely and I think it's good uh, for accountability for yourself I've tried, tried to do stuff like that as well to try and keep myself accountable because look we find it hard uh, to exercise as well Like yeah, it, it's not yeah. a surprise that like people that teach it uh, actually might find it hard somebody I remember somebody a while back was like oh how many times a week do you train like they expect me to train like seven, eight, nine times a week just <laughs> yeah. thought, I love it I do love training but I right. also love sitting down on my ass <laughs> oh, sure, don't
1: we all with
0: a glass of wine <laughs> oh stop has there been much wine consumed over lockdown oh
1: uh, just a bit <laughs> 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 <Definitely>. <laughs> Not as crazy as I would have used to drink I don't think No I just enjoy it Like a glass that like Like relaxes me Like especially on the weekends Like really nice But yeah
0: Yeah I, I would be the same I wouldn't be as uh, As wild as it was in my younger younger years I would only I'd happily have a couple of bottles of cider Or something there When the weather's good And that'd be me
1: Yeah Yeah Well we need that weather back don't Oh we?
0: Stop <laughs> Stop. well look we had it for good for a while it'll be coming back soon true,
1: very true
0: but uh with the i was having a look look through your instagram because i remember you'd went uh to chia and i couldn't remember where you went you went to hong kong hong
1: Kong, yeah
0: what was that experience like
1: So yeah so that's what um Oh my God, this is such a like, we've gone on such a tangent. But Go on, uh. a while ago, when, when I started there, <laughs> so basically started there obviously in Soho with you guys, like mm. do, um, doing some of the classes and stuff. But then I got that contract in Hong Kong and was gone. So then when I came back, I did a bit, but then I went and did a, no- a different show. And then afterwards, I never really picked it back up. So I only started back teaching bar like in January, I think it was. So it's literally been a few months. This is my first time consistently doing it as well. So there were so many things that like, got me like, ah, am I doing, what's going on? Like. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: it's hard when you throw yourself back in, and yeah. like you obviously had done it before. And then when you go yeah. back into a, especially then whenever oh, uh, lockdown started kicking in, I'd say you're like double ah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like total imposter syndrome. Like, I yeah. don't know if you've ever gotten that. One. Oh yeah. Like, it's such a thing. And I had a talk at one of the Baron structures that um, she's like amazing and she's been doing it for so long now. And I was just like, oh my God. Like she could see I'm a bit weary and she's like, you need to stop with this imposter syndrome. Cause you know what you're doing, but it's mm. just that little like thing inside you that worries. But yeah. I think the time obviously that goes, but you just care a lot, right?
0: that's it that's it and it is very easy to slip into that like uh, you know like oh what am I doing I don't even know what I'm doing like sort of a mindset but yeah I that's that's just the ego that's just the ego once you push through and you, you get back into it, it it evens itself out
1: 100% Nathan definitely helped me with that as well <laughs> I'd literally call Nate and be like, Oh my god, Nate, like just a <laughs> question and he's so calm, isn't he? So it was yeah. so lovely. He was brilliant <laughs> helping me uh, It's
0: that. it's funny though, like with uh, obviously you'd done your um you'd learned to do bar and then with myself I studied to be a PET and all that. But you go from not really doing like any of it or might do maybe one session as a trial and then you yeah, to go in the deep end and kinda of sell yourself like, and being for front of all these people and be like, right, I have to go from basically nothing to out in front.
1: Yeah, totally. And as well with the, like, mixing things up. So, like, obviously you have your class and you mm. do, for Bar anyway, you do it for a certain amount of time. But then you have to come up with the next class or the next class or, like, different ones for different people to suit them. And it was – I started getting so stressed out with that because I was like – everything must be different all of the time. And then, yeah. and then I literally suddenly got like brought all the way back down and was like, no, like it doesn't always need to be something completely different because that's, you want like, obviously in a class, a class that you go to, I don't know about you, but for me, you want to know a bit of what's going on and mm. see yourself progress in that exercise. That's then,
0: it. It's the progressing is the big thing. Yeah. A lot of classes miss out that progress, progression element. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. And something that you're familiar with. So like you go in, you know what this exercise is or whatever, but then there's something new thrown in at you as well. So it's not totally like, I don't know what is going on anywhere. And like, hmm. you don't get into your, um, into like the beginning of the exercise as quick because you are trying to listen to what's going on. So you can miss some.
0: You're like a deer in the headlights. You're like looking around like.
1: Yeah, exactly and that's like time missed right so mm. if you know what you're doing for a few of them I think it's good to you just straight like getting in there and as well it's so good to hear like one of the girls last week was like um oh my god at the beginning it was such a struggle like she didn't know how people were even finishing the exercises like the whole way through without taking a break and then and now like a couple of weeks later she's like I can finish it of course it's a struggle but she's like I can actually get through it now so I'm like yes
0: Boom. Yeah, that mm. that progression's important. Like if you're if you're not progressing, you're not gonna make any any more progress. <laughs> like if you're doing it for like uh body reasons, like for body composition, you need to be progressing progressing in some way.
1: Yeah,
0: totally. And see it as well. I think that's the massive thing. Absolutely. And uh with the bar, I seen you did a little bar bingo. Uh where who came up with that idea? Was that you?
1: No. Oh my god. So Uh, Like, I, you know, when you look back and you're like, I never thought this would happen in lockdown, like things have luckily and thank God and thank everybody that has helped me that everything's been quite positive, like especially Mm. with this whole bar thing. I wasn't going to do this. Like at the beginning, I I was like, oh, maybe like I'll do a class for my family. And like, of course, because obviously they're at home, I won't get to see them or anything. That will be a good way to keep us um, connected. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Gemma, was she like voice noted me and was like, Dee, like, I really want to try this bar. Would you not do a class? Like, we could do it online. I was like, I've been thinking about it, but I'm, I'm shitting it. Like, I don't <laughs> am I to do a bar class, you know, that yeah. thing. So then Gemma kind of gave me that push. And then so many amazing people, like, helped me. Like, my friend Georgina, she did um, some of my first posters just out of the kindness of her heart she's a a, a dancer as well yes so so kind and then my friend Naz like the minute me and Naz start talking I feel like things just went from zero to a hundred and there was
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love them people though that like you have a wee conversation and you're like fuck what am I gonna do like you're ready to go after
1: oh my god a hundred percent she like completely gave me that confidence as well that like you're like, you know, of course, like we all doubt ourselves. And we're like, who am, like, I'm not somebody that can just go and do this. But like, there's those people that you have around you that are the best people to have around. But she basically now has a a business called Rosa James with her boyfriend. So she just started um, doing loads of Instagram stuff for me. And I don't know about you, but I am rubbish with that kind of thing. I
0: fucking... I have struggled with that a lot over the last little while. I have a fella, one of my mates, um, David Grimes, he's helped me with a lot of it. uh, But otherwise, I would be screwed.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, Yeah, I can be creative physically, but like mentally or whatever it is to do those kind of things, I am useless.
0: Yeah, like an idea. I can throw an idea out there, but (laughs) then putting that idea into fruition sometimes is a little bit harder. Oh,
1: my God, totally. And that's where Naz just like scooped it all up and like made it something. So she like was making all these um, really cool um, Instagram stuff. And then she came up with the bingo, which I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like there was obviously loads of people and companies doing that. And she was like, let's just make, why not? Like, mm. it, it's funny to look at when you have done a class and like you can tick those stuff off. But yeah, and then from there, she, we then, yeah. Then she was making posters. Then I think she mentioned a logo and I was like, again, clueless. Like, yeah. what? Like, what's going on? And then she heard her boyfriend like came up with this logo and they were so quick and like so brilliant. And then next minute we were making a website. <laughs> and I actually <laughs> don't know how any of that like happened, but it all just did. And then, yeah, they made this website and it's just incredible like so so cool but I cannot take any credit for all of that stuff it is all Naz and Matt well
0: major respect to them it's a very very nice looking website very nice looking website and I'd say I'd say it was exciting very exciting times and all that was kicking off
1: oh my god like we would be voice noting each other and it's not even like 9am and we'd be like apologizing like I'm so sorry you're already hearing my voice and it's not 9am yet (laughs) We're just both so excited. And she, like, the two of them are so into it. And I think that's what drives you as well. Because obviously, Mm. you're putting yourself out there. Like, it's your face and it's you that people are going to see. So, it can be scary. So, they're so reassuring. And, like, their eye for stuff. Like, the things they can do. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is important to have those people around you, though, that can, like... Like you might tell them an idea, and if it was by yourself, you might be like, "No, I won't do that." But then they'll be like, "No, nah, fucking do it!" Like you know, why yeah, would you not? Yeah.
1: And like you might think um, a photo, like, or especially with like I don't know, like it, you can be a bit conscious of yourself, and they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, people see it in such a different light." So it's like really, really good to have a second eye, or like a boy and a girl as well. That's what I really liked about about having Naz and Matt because. I obviously the like color I use is pink. So yeah. right away, I'm sure lads are like, ah, here, like, <laughs> I don't want <laughs> but that's like something that I didn't want. Like I wanted to be neutral enough. Obviously I just really liked that color. And um, so obviously I have like pink and black and white and gray. Just
0: to... still got your favorite color in now.
1: Yeah. Well, my favorite color is actually green. So is I'm sure not to use that. Why? Because I don't know. I feel like sometimes stuff you love, you shouldn't put it into something that's business because Mm. you can get like not sick of it, but like if it's everywhere, it doesn't bring you that like color. I don't know. Yeah, I I get you. I get (laughs) you. Yeah. But but yeah, so it was cool to have like a, a guy to like click on and get his opinion of a website as well to make it not so like girly or whatever so it was cool to have both of their views on what they thought do
0: you have many lads doing the classes
1: surprisingly yeah like and guys that like have never tried it before so that's Mm. really really cool um so like my friend gary he is a dancer and he like he loves it but he also like lifts weights and everything he does all kinds of um of exercise, but again, he's a dancer, it challenges him so much, which is good. And Mikey pops in a few times. I have him obviously when here. When he's not me. in the drums. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, and then some guys like that, do go to all like boutique gyms and stuff, and um, they come and it's challenging. So mm. it. I think Barry, you just have to like, get over the, not get over the fact, but like, um, take that take it away from the ballet like what if you think it's like a a ballet thing because it's a bit more
0: (laughs) it is it is a bit more and ballet would be tough like even if it was ballet you're getting them to do it most most lads wouldn't be able to do it you know
1: oh my god that's something i really like came to understand in, in um lockdown as well like obviously boys and girls bodies are so different but like stuff like having mikey here and seeing him do an exercise that maybe would be more comfortable than me it was so interesting to see how guys and girls can take the class a different way, which is good.
0: Yeah. And even, even let us you can go a little bit deeper, even, but like even individual differences, like between girls mm-hmm. and such like different, uh, hips, uh, limb lengths and such like that. They all have different movements that they might be a little bit more uncomfortable in or more comfortable in.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. So that's cool.
0: And, uh, we kind of skip. We went back to Soho, but I'm going to try and bring it back even further. So, what age were you whenever you moved to London?
1: London. Oh, literally just turned 18.
0: Just turned 18. What was that like making that decision?
1: Oh, I knew. Like, I think the year even before sixth year, I just knew that I wanted to move away. I don't know why it just always was a thing and um, what it was convincing my parents <laughs> let me go um which obviously i got around
0: <laughs>
1: but um it wasn't easy it definitely wasn't easy
0: um, and yeah. uh did, did you had you been doing dancing from very young age
1: yeah uh yes yeah. So i started with gymnastics um and I competed for the county and everything and I absolutely loved Jim and I still love Jim. and I think that's why what got me into the cheerleading then mm. but I only started dancing because my sister started mm. dancing and I just wanted to do what my sister did <laughs> so <laughs> I went to a um, stage school and yeah just fell in love with it I suppose Mad. Mm.
0: Uh, so 18 how long have you been in London or you can say it, it's basically going to tell your age then. <laughs> I know.
1: I don't like. Yeah. And um, so it's ten years, obviously now, but eleven years in September. Not long.
0: Some difference, I'd say. I'd say you've noticed the big difference in London. Or oh, have you noticed the difference in London from when you moved to now? I
1: uh, yeah yeah. It's when you start to bump into people in London. You're like, oh, I've been here like a while. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> a big city to like bump into people. Like even at the parade at the protest the other day. Um bumping into people there was, because it was huge, right? It was mm. so, so big and so amazing. Um, but then, yeah, bumping into people at the protest was like, okay, this is like cool. Like, <laughs> but kind of, yeah, I've been here a long time maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the one thing that's very different about, like over here as to maybe back home is that you don't know really that many people around you. Whereas back home, you would have known nearly everybody and everybody knows your business and all that jazz. Yeah,
1: totally. And like, at home as well, um, in my town anyway. You don't really need, you don't take public transport, or you can walk to your friend's house or whatever. But here, you unless they like live in your like area like close to you it could be like an hour to go and see your friends you're like 40 yeah. minutes or half an hour but like an hour is like chill in london like it's not like that long of a time but at home you couldn't imagine that imagine no
0: like- no way more than 10 minutes not a hope
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you get used to those kind of things i suppose
0: yeah and what uh what was it like uh, living in london as an 18 year old i was a lot i was what twenty-three, twenty-four. 24 whenever i came over here so uh, it's a little bit older, probably less mature than you were at 18 though. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that, I think that's more brave though than me. Like at that time, well, i just turned 18. I was so like, I don't know. I was so obviously like used to living in Ireland. That's the only place I've lived and especially in my town. So obviously mm-hmm. when I moved over, I was like, oh my god there are so many more things they're like <laughs> i was so so naive like so naive so like i learned a lot very quickly and i also got swine flu like the first one Shit. i moved on <laughs> i like didn't have a doctor didn't have like obviously I only knew people like a few weeks like yeah. mental so yeah, a lot happened the first. That,
0: that's <laughs> madness. I'd say. I'd say, mommy was like, "Get your arse home. You're only over there a while, and you got swine oh flu." <laughs>
1: like I remember calling my mum at like four a.m. in the morning or something. I was just bawling my eyes out. I was like, "I'm so sick. I just want to come home." And she was like, "They won't let you come home. Just like, <laughs> and she was like trying to calm me down. And well, I was, I was grounded, obviously, in the end. But that was horrible
0: yeah i can imagine i can imagine and uh when it when it comes to dancing obviously dancing is a seriously hard graft um when you're doing a show how many hours would you be like doing the show in a week let's say
1: um so depending on like what show Mm. so like if i obviously that you you start with rehearsals so that Mm. could be like 10 till six or whatever for six days a week and then shows you might start at like half seven but you um are called for like six maybe for a warm-up and and then obviously you just get ready and all that kind of things just depending on how long it takes to get ready (laughs) and yeah they start before or after a warm-up or whatever Um, and then the show could be like from half seven to like 10 or something like that but then some weeks you could have um, like a double show day, so even yeah, that maybe. day and um an evening show, and then like sometimes I've done a show where there was three shows in one day, and that that was
0: serious a lot. stamina needed.
1: Yeah, more yeah. mental stamina I think <laughs> than yeah. physical. But yeah, that was hard. Was you. that
0: was that? Uh, I'd say it was that intimidating early on. Maybe it I maybe underestimated how difficult it, it would have been
1: oh my god! yeah yeah totally like you're like oh my god yes like three three shots that's grand yeah i love doing it and then obviously the fatigue comes with like doing it every night and the travel as well and everything so it does become a bit harder but you just nap <laughs> i nap. <napped>. yeah
0: <laughs> absolutely bill's character as well having to go through stuff like that
1: yeah totally endurance right
0: yeah I. what was the What was the workload like when you were doing Chia? I'd say that was challenging, was it?
1: So that was like a completely other level. Like, obviously we've done a few, a few different things with Chia. Like, um, some stuff is just like one off gigs or whatever, but Mm. that contract I did in Hong Kong was full on. Like we performed outside as well, where humidity was like 80% or so. Yeah. And obviously so, so hot. Um, and I was going up in the air a good bit as well. So you obviously have to be caught, but if you're all sweating,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> flip. So it's scary. But um, yeah, we did like, I think, what was that? It could have been like 10 a.m. We'd get to the where we were performing and then finish at seven maybe. And then you do a time slot throughout the day, like a good few times a day.
0: Yeah, serious graft or Denise? You're a serious grafter.
1: And it was the heat. The heat is. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, everybody was like getting tanned as well. I was just, I swear, getting whiter.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
0: How <laughs> long were you over there?
1: Um, I think two months, two or three months. I think we went in June or May, and then came back in September, something like that.
0: Did you find that your, like your fitness levels and your kind of strength and all were a little bit better after that?
1: Um, yeah, at the beginning, because you're doing it a lot more, um, mm-hmm. especially because you have rehearsals and stuff, and you have to try it out on, in different places and stuff. So that, rehearsals is a lot. But um, yeah, when I got back, trying to think i feel like that was ages ago but it was only like two years like um yeah when i got back is when i got back straight into teaching bar again right so i just kind of yeah kept it going which you're was in
0: tip-top shape then coming into the bar season yeah <laughs>
1: you, as well which year especially if you're the one being lifted you obviously have to stay in your shape that everybody begins with or like obviously you don't you don't want to put on weight because that is then heavier for the people that Mm. are lifting you and that's hard anyway lifting a human but um yeah you just have to in like make sure you keep a good weight and lift yourself like as much as them lifting you
0: yeah absolutely it takes a serious amount of core strength I'd say
1: Mm. yeah totally like especially for cheer if you could be so so tiny but you might not Know how to lift yourself so it could somebody who is like a bit bigger and knows how to like lift themselves on someone that sounds absolutely ridiculous.
0: No, no, I get it. I get it.
1: (laughs) Oh, god.
0: (laughs) Hey, you're explaining it well. That's just like the typical Irish way of explaining it. Irish people understand.
1: Yeah, oh my god.
0: (laughs) Um, one thing I noticed whenever, well. I, yeah, I suppose I worked in a pub, so this would make it more obvious to me. But when I moved to London, uh, everybody almost assumed that like I just loved the sauce, like you know, just automatically loved drinking, and like would have been would have been the best. Like I should be the best drinker because I'm Irish. Did you get any of that early on?
1: Oh my god, of course. But I. Party made me too hard the first year <laughs> I came here and um, but yeah totally and like it's just funny the stereotypes that like you get especially because it's such it's so close like we're only an hour away but it's such a different place and yeah. I think until people like meet you and realize that it's completely different they don't really think about that if they've not been and mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, definitely the drinking has come into action, I suppose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've often gotten slagged for being like, right, I'm going home after this, like, and they're like, well, you're supposed to stay at the latest. So you're like, you're the Irish person, you should have to stay. out.
1: I know, and stupidly, I've definitely been like, oh yeah, like felt the Absolutely, pressure,
0: yeah, I've done it. I've done it <laughs> so many so times.
1: Funny. You end up in an absolute heap, like and you're like, why? Why is that into
0: that? Terrible, terrible. Hey, we learn, we get a little bit older, we mature and all that. We <laughs>
1: hope oh, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh we'll uh branch off into the last last few questions now. The uh what is the best series or movie that you've watched in lockdown now? Oh shit. Yeah. Go on, give it to me.
1: Definitely The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's. On Class. he is incredible. Like, I am obsessed. Like the whole thing is obviously amazing. So interesting hearing their stories. But he is a machine, like his oh. brain is insane.
0: Different level, like. Yeah. I've I've talked about him a few times in the podcast, and I think that every time every time I talk about it, I I almost change my opinion to a degree because I at the start I was kind of like you know yeah he's absolutely unbelievable and made respect, but I wouldn't want to be in his shoes because I like I am a big proponent of balance and enjoying your life to a degree and all that jazz, and when you're at that level, it's very very hard to like have any of the, any enjoyment really. Um, yeah. But now the more I'm getting the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe there's something to it.
1: <laughs> like he is definitely enjoying himself now, right? Like, I uh, wonder he does every day. Like, I
0: wonder. I um I don't know. We'd have to ask him. I'm not gonna yeah, <laughs> make any estimations. <laughs> <laughs> great, great show. Any good movies?
1: Um, we've watched loads recently. Um I can't, I can't, I hate, you know, and you're like on the spot and you're like, oh, no. yeah, it's very
0: hard, it's very hard. It's, if you think of one, we'll come back to it. But you're going yeah. to get put in the spot with the next one. Uh, what, What's the best album or what's the most memorable album? That Like, what is your most memorable album? That's the wrong way to word it, but you get what I'm asking. I
1: feel you, yeah. In, okay, In Life from Annie Simon-Life. This is hard. I probably would say... One of Beyoncé's, which is probably so typical. I'm so sorry. If you nah, I haven't got Beyoncé yet. <laughs> I love her. I just think she's amazing. She's class. Yeah.
0: Fair. Yeah. I can't, I wouldn't even know any of the names of Beyoncé's albums. Wait, uh, Halo's not the name of one, but there's a, uh, no, what's the name of that album? That's the only album I actually know a lot of songs on, you now. Yeah,
1: I can see the photo that she's. Yes. but I'm yeah. Have That's you watched her, her thing on Netflix?
0: No, I haven't. What is it?
1: It's brilliant. It's her like at Coachella. Oh. And it's she's just incredible.
0: Must um, give it a wee go. Yeah.
1: Totally. Get it
0: on and get the sing song going.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any really good books that stick out in your head? Like if you were to recommend a book?
1: Yes. So actually, at the beginning of um, lockdown, I was reading it, and um, it's a book called "Claim Your Power." So it's it's not like something you can get lost in or like you read it for the crack. It's more like, um, it's like a journal, but it's good. this guy basically called Mastin Kip, um, and he's like so so rated by Oprah, and like he's just amazing, um, and he it's a book of his, um, basically to reclaim your power. And I totally think that is what helped with building this whole bar and brand and everything. He, it basically is a book about finding like your purpose in life and like what your purpose should be and like different things like, um, like original incidences. So basically understanding your own mind and why you react to certain things in certain ways and how you can stop a pattern of something that you've just been doing.
0: Yeah, like a negative pattern.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. It's not an easy read. but No, it, it
0: doesn't sound like it, but it sounds yeah. like a very good fucking read.
1: Totally. It's so worth it. If you need something to give you a kick up the arse, that is the book
0: class um yeah i'm listening i'm listening to ego is the enemy by ryan holiday at the moment that's my kind of like self-development sort of book at the moment
1: okay
0: sick yeah it's i we, we'll have a little chat we'll sw- swap a load of book lists after this yeah <laughs> let's do that <laughs> um and that is us denise i had a great crack yes. that, so 50, 55 minutes flew every time t- yeah 55 minutes every time i do one i i I am amazed how fast the, the time goes.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> know that this was the time at all.
0: Well, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, where can people find you? What's your use Instagram username?
1: So, Insta is at Denny, D E N I underscore Goff. Um, and then the website is wwwbar with denise.com.
0: Boom, well remembered. And uh, <laughs> what what's what classes uh, are you running at the moment? And like what sort of th- times and such like that people are interested? Or I suppose actually, you know, they can just go up onto the website, look at the beautiful website, <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at it, share it, do what you want with it, and look up Rosa James if you need anything like that. They are incredible.
0: Absolutely, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Dad. Thanks
0: for listening to the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. As I mentioned before give it a share to your story, let me know what you think about it, tell your friends about it and also educate yourself about current events and people of other cultures and learn a little bit more about the injustices that are going on around you. Shit's fucked up and like recent events are only highlighting what bad shit that's already been going on and it's every single one of our duties to learn a little bit more about our own biases and the way that we look at other people and how we treat other people. We're all humans. We should all treat each other the same. Treat somebody by their character, not by the look of their skin. And Just fucking reflect on your own behaviour. You have a lovely day. Thank you very much for listening.